What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radical Ones on Summer of the Dead, Halloween comes early with 1988's Night of the Demons. It's time to get radical. Ensure all residences are secure with all doors and windows firmly locked and barricaded. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Not people. Brains. They're us. We're them. They're us. Oh, my God. You are dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. The pain of being dead. Were you bitten? No. Were you bitten? Did any of the blood get in your mouth? They have overrun us, you know. We're in the minority now. Something like 400,000 to one by my calculation. The father, my father, always say, when the earth spit out the dead, they will come back to suck the blood from the living. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. There's another one for the fire. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter. And welcome back, Rob, the movie geek, for today's film. Hello, everyone. Hello, Rob. So, you are a Halloween fan. Halloween movie fan or holiday? The the holiday itself. Halloween. Out of all the holidays in our calendar year, this is one of my favorites, yes. Do I celebrate it as often as I'd like to? Lately, not really. Hopefully I don't turn into like a cankerous like old man that just hates fun and kids and candy, but I'm too old to be eating candy and it, <laughs> I'm too damn tired to go out and I can't trick or treat anymore. So it's just like, now I gotta go spend like thousands of dollars on a good costume yeah so halloween just doesn't hit right when you're an adult at least for me you're gonna turn into this guy in this movie i don't want to but man (laughs) keep messing with me i might have to no i really enjoy halloween i just use this opportunity to watch a lot more horror movies around this time and you know buy my funko hocus because that's my jam when halloween comes around i buy my funko hocus i was gonna say rob's gonna turn into somebody he meant to say he's be watching hocus pocus (laughs) yeah that will be a given a funeral parlor we're here i can't believe we're gonna party here now it's time for party games. Yeah. How about a past life seance? A seance? What the hell was that? The pure evil. The demons. Where are you going? But it's just begun. Night of the Demons. The 
got something wonderful planned for you. The movie is about teenage outcast Angela Franklin and her best friend Suzanne, who are throwing a party at Whole House. All these years, Rob, I thought it was called something else, Hail House or... Or yeah, I thought you know. it was Hell House too, and it took me forever to really figure out that those two things are separate. And yeah, I finally did see Hell House separately, and it was a trip. But yeah, this is not the same thing. And then like the House on Haunted Hill, I thought that this house was the same when I was a child. Yeah, all of those like blended together. That's so true because this is seen in a matte painting. It turns out on a hill, so it's really great ambiance. So it's a mortuary that's abandoned from its gruesome past and rumored to be cursed by evil spirits. So I have to say right off the bat, Radical Ones and Rob, I've always really liked this movie. So when Rob suggested this for Summer of the Dead, I was game. This is one of those classic, I feel like a Halloween movie. It doesn't have to be Halloween, but what are your feelings about this movie leading up to this? I mean, you suggested it. It's been a long while since I watched it, which is why I suggested it. I remember having a lot of fun with this movie back in the day. And of course, the Halloween theme. There wasn't a lot of like complex stuff going on. I mean, you just had a bunch of kids... Uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time and they just accidentally release a demon and we just get to see this very unpredictable you know joyride of just kills 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 and people getting possessed but of course the other thing was is that as a child i was very like glued to the screen because of the high adult and sexual vibe that it gave so i mean i'm not gonna lie and say that that stuff wasn't like appealing when i watched this as a young guy but at the same time all the horror elements were there and it was campy enough not to take it so seriously so with that in the sequels and i even watched the remake with shannon elizabeth who i I thought How was, was casted. That? I thought that I thought that she as Angela was casted perfectly, but there were a lot of old school actors in there who just couldn't act anymore. They either gave up or they just weren't really into it to begin with, or they're just past their prime. Either way, the the spirit of that movie was kind of there. It's just the execution just was kind of boring. But again, Shannon Elizabeth perfectly cast. I would have casted her myself for this role, and so I'm glad that she was able to do it. So I don't think the franchise or the idea of this movie has died. I would watch another remake if they made one, but he, I, I always thought this movies were these movies were fun. So they actually stuck with the characters, Angela, and the name and the basic concept. They didn't go full-on reboot and had nothing to do with it. That's good to know. But what about this time around? So I really enjoyed it this time around. Again, I don't know if it's nostalgia. I will say, though, there are some things that stood out for me this time around. Like, I always thought of Angela as a villain, per se, like almost that she wanted this to happen. But no, she's just as surprised as everybody else. And that's something, I don't know, over the years, I think maybe because she goes on to become the villain of this franchise, I just associated her at that. But no, there she's freaked out just as much as, even though they call her a weirdo and all the things. So that's something I was like, oh, this is a whole new take. That's a little more sad and tragic that way, this unwilling person. But what did you think about this time around? Uh, the rewatch was okay. I am glad that I was able to watch it for free. Uh, you can watch this on Peacock. I believe Amazon might have it too. You may have to watch ads with it, but I would say it's worth the watch on a Halloween. You know, revisit some old school, you know, horror stuff. I think the depiction of what teens are like, especially in the 80s, was very present in this movie. You mean and, the 35-year-old? Well, yeah, I mean, they're older for sure, but yeah... <laughs> They're doing exactly what teens should be doing at that age, stealing beer from a, you know, a store, going to an abandoned house and having sex everywhere and just constantly riffing on each other to the point to where, why are you even friends? That's just how it's supposed to be. Okay, so this is again when I go and ask you, Rob, was I abnormal? I watched this movie and I'm like... They not only do they curse every other second, they're like, we went with this. We probably got an R rating. We are going to go for that R rating. You are going to say every curse word that you can think of every two seconds and just keep doing it. But I'm like, really? I mean, are teenagers really like this? It's so dumb. I was a teenager. I know it's a long time ago now, everyone. But 
I don't know. Like, I was never felt the need to be like, this, F this, both this, and this, and this, and you got to do this, and stick it up your this. I don't know. Maybe I just hung out with different people. What about you? <laughs> I don't know. Sure, your upbringing, I, you know, I never fell in with that crowd either, so I couldn't say. But, yeah, why not? This, this... This is familiar with all the other teen movies we had back in the day as well. Well, yes, so this is a typical what they present us as teenagers in film. <laughs> this movie was packed with a bunch of cliches, including the damsel. The damsel, I wanted to strangle the shit out of her. But Judy? She... Run, Judy, run! See, Judy, run! <laughs> She fit the exact mold of what the, you know, survivor was supposed to be. So there you Even have her it. her costume, right? It was like this Dorothy or... Well, she was, no, she was Alice. Was it Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, okay. it was Alice. So just, just the fact that somebody raised her to be that princess is just, ugh. She, she still wasn't that too much of a goody two-shoes to kick it with this crowd, which I also think is a little weird. Like, she either has to be a closet freak or she's like future serial killer one of the two well just before we move on i just have to say again classic younger brother in a movie they have the mask right this is tommy jarvis all over again hiding in her closet big sister's closet and then just like every other 80s movie let's mention your sister's breasts wow but it's just boobies sis if you keep on going you'll have to hire someone just to tie your shoes (laughs) right i mean why was that a thing in these movies it's so weird so rob with the halloween theme i found out this movie was originally called halloween party and the studio put out ads featuring they didn't know what the movie was going to be about they just said halloween party and they had like it looked like a clown or or some kind of like a jack-in-the-box image on the thing and then they found out it was too close to the halloween franchise so they had to at the last minute change it to night of the demons but i think this stands out better as night of the demons I enjoy this title more. Right, yeah. It's it's Halloween party sounds very generic. I mean, it could be like a happy birthday to me or, you know, April Fool's Day maybe, but so also I found out that this house actually existed, but it was torn down and is now a Ralph's. Now, I don't know if it's like a Ralph's Isis, I'm assuming, because that's the only Ralph's I know. Oh, can we get a sequel and just raise <laughs> demons in Ralph's? That would be amazing. <laughs> You know, that's kind of like what the spirit Halloween movie, I'm assuming, is going to be like. I am so excited for that. Are you excited for that movie? I'm excited for that. I just want to know what it's about. It, it's, it, I'm just glad somebody's making a movie about it. But yeah, that would be hilarious. A Rouse and just <laughs> things start coming alive and getting possessed in the store because it's built on the same property. <laughs> there is some long ass credits with this movie, but the feels of Halloween that it gives me, I'm okay with the length. Yeah, you know, the, the animation and its creepy vibes, the theme, very creep show. I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. I enjoyed the opening credits. I should mention this, Leanna Quigley from last week's Return of the Living Dead, is in this movie as Suzanne. I think she's extremely typecast in both of these movies. She was trash in Return of the Living Dead, where she rips open her top to reveal her breasts. And what does Suzanne do in this movie? On the floor, just like Trash does, she ripped it open. This this was a few years later. So I think they must have liked what she did in that movie. But this actress, Rob, every time I see her, I just always think of her with this very deep voice. And she just very off to me I, I don't know as a teenager she doesn't play teenager well to me maybe it's because she was 30 years old i looked it up at the time but this woman playing a teenager makes me laugh <laughs> yeah i you gotta wonder what, at what age these kids were because yes while the actors were playing grown-ups if they were playing literal teens and i'm talking teens in high school then nobody should be getting naked at all in this movie no but <laughs> I, so I, I don't know exactly where the line was drawn when they made movies like these, but I just want to give a shout out to Steve Johnson. So he is the one who did the makeup effects and designed. I just thought all of that was great in this movie. Just the subtlety of the makeup and the monsters and the way that they looked. Yeah, that demon wanted like very unique. You said unique. So 
not what you think of with a demon, right? What are your thoughts about that? Because well, you looked very Wendigo, right? There's yes. there's been a couple of movies where the plot is about a Wendigo, and it's usually this very skeleton like bone structure of an animal. Yep. Uh, so it gave me Wendigo vibes, but yeah, it, I mean, it, it it wasn't like furry or full of like guts or you know muscle. It was just this very skeletal, skeletal like being, and it just had this drag like face and i i liked it it was very simplistic i thought it was cool i wonder what the rest of the body looked like but okay so i was the same thing because at first i think years ago i used to think it was like cheesy or like comical looking but think that it's like we don't know what demons let's say look like so this is a really unique take and you're right that makeup artist so he did ghostbusters evidently as well so that makes sense I did not know that. Yeah, so, I mean, the makeup, great. But so he was, like, the head makeup artist in this movie, and he wanted to start with a bang. So, my God, Rob mentioned it. It's fantastic. Matter of fact, 12 hours in the makeup chair for some actors. So crazy, yeah. So there is these group that meet at the Halloween party. So what do you think about the pig guy, who I think is from Power Rangers? This is Bulk and Skull's uh, long-lost relative. He was giving me those vibes. Yeah, well, he definitely compensates for, you know, lack of hotness. I don't know. You know, some guys who, you know, are picked for these parts, they're super obnoxious. Yeah. You know, sometimes they'll get like someone who is a little bit of an overweight guy or just a guy who, you know, is a little bit bigger than the average fella in this group. Yep. And so what they do is, you know, if he's not getting the women, he's just an obnoxious sort of bully because that just gives him his confidence. Yep. And that's kind of the character that I saw in, in, in this. You know, if he's not suave and a ladies' man, then he's a disgusting pig. That's what they did in the 80s. And so right off the bat, he is <laughs> he's just cursing at, what is it, Stooge? Stooge is his name. Stooge and the other girl, Franny, who I have words to talk about her too, but Stooge, yeah. Well, Stooge, you know, his use of the word bitch, I think is hilarious in this movie. <laughs> the way that he just calls women bitches is just so funny to me. It's wrong. We don't think of women as bitches, but the way he was using it, it was just hilarious. I just found him to be funny. It's just right. The, like I was saying, they were just like, say every curse word you could, not even that's like a curse word. If it's like, say every word you could think of in this movie. It's so funny. But the other thing was, is this is something that I forgot is that as I'm being introduced to these characters, you know, we get this car full of kids and then we get another guy who just terrorizes an old man for no reason. Yes. We we are given teenagers that I guess we're not supposed to like. So I when you when you watch a movie like this, it's like, ooh, then I'll definitely enjoy a lot of the carnage and kill count in this because I want them all to die. None of them are good people, you know? I think, like, they were trying to make Judy the heroine, but like Rob said earlier, she was not very likable. Ah! Gee, mister, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Get your hands off of me. Hey, calm down. Get away from me. I, I was just trying to help. I don't need to help you, damn little whore. Well, fine. I wouldn't want to help an old creep like you anyway. Damn rotten kids. They'll get what they deserve. Yes. They'll get what they deserve. Tonight. <laughs> that older gentleman, Rob. You mentioned the older gentleman. So this guy says that, that that woman is a whore. And then he says he's gonna begin to put razor blades in apples. So I wanted to actually see, because I always heard this was a myth. This is like one of those like Halloween folklore kind of things. So it actually turns out no cases of strangers killing or permanently injuring children this way has ever been proven. The story appears in the media when a young child dies suddenly after Halloween. Medical investigations into each actual cause of death have always shown that these children did not die from candy that was poisoned or razor blades. So they said in a rare case, though, adult family me members have used the story to cover up murders or accidental deaths. So I love that they bring up this cliche, but it is a terrifying thought of uh, this person actively putting something to kill anybody but kids on Halloween. Well, I mean, what a plot twist, too. I mean, this movie is definitely trying to amp up sort of the gross factor or just yep. be so beyond, like, human nature 
nature to just have a very grounded movie like we're not only going to have these teens terrorize this sweet old man but then this old man is also like evil and wants to like punish teenagers and kids by putting razors in apples and it's like first of all who's gonna eat the apple i'm not gonna grab the apple i'm here for candy ever exactly whoever is eating an apple from a stranger but it's just interesting that this movie is making all of these characters unlikable you know let's just go up even further you know you hate these teens they're hating on an old man but let's make the old man a horrible person that's exactly like this movie doesn't care it does not care what you think of it and what it thinks of you you know, like, they're just gonna give you old people that want to kill with razor blades. But the crazy thing is, and I forget every time I watch this movie, I forget that there's a, a follow-up to this, and uh, just, to, just to speak on that ending, what do you think about that, like, okay, after the plot ends, get back to this older gentleman, and surprise... I think I think this movie's like really big on karma, but think also could be teaching you about like the spirit of Halloween. Like just don't go, you know, messing around with things you don't understand and don't turn into an asshole calling women whores. You know, and it it could be anything or it could just be I want to punish anybody that I want. I wrote this movie. I want to punish old people and I want to punish teens. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's true. So Angela is our lead. They say that she's a weirdo. This is played by Amelia Kincaid and Rob. I had no idea. She is the niece of Rue McClanahan. Oh, nice. Blanche Devereaux, for anyone who doesn't know from the Golden Girls. She she turns out to be the star of this franchise after this. Which I was very surprised. I will say this. I thought that she was going to be the protagonist. Yep. And it turns out, you know, she ends up just turning into a villain that transcends over to sequels. But then also, I was very confused on who the final person was going to be. Because they kind of make it look like it's going to be the guy. I forget his name at would that have been the biggest shock in movie history <laughs> honestly though well they um judy's sort of like love interest not her boyfriend but the other guy the one with the denim jacket what is his name oh you mean sal i was sal. thinking of... i thought sal was gonna be our final guy because he's the only one that is like something strange is going on and everybody's acting weird and i don't understand and they focus so much on him when he goes to judy's house and tries to pick her up and oh she's dating some other guy like there's a a lot of character development with this dude and again he's the one witnessing everything like getting out of hand so i thought that he was the final guy and i expected him to be alive the entire time and what do you know younger brother says to him he says you think i'm an idiot and he goes what i think of is besides the point a little brother was bringing it with these these lines holy crap your sister wouldn't be caught dead in a dump like that what do you think i am some kind of idiot or what what i think is besides the point who has tonight But yeah, this Sal is definitely from New York, and he's definitely Italian, evidently, because they gave him the most cliche, like, I'm getting out of here before it gets any worse. I think Angela, though, is a fun chick. I I do, like, her outfit was perfect to be sort of this lead demon out of all of them, and then also just, even though she seemed kind of weird you know and and kind of quirky you know she's still down to like be that teen you know she's in there you know robbing the store for her party i think this was all her idea so even though if she's the weird chick she's the one that's gathering everybody to to meet up but like i'm watching her steal stuff and she's like not only stealing alcohol but she's got napkins and paper plates i'm like cleanliness thank you she's very organized you know she's gonna steal from this store but she's getting the essentials i love it But Rob, she took so much shit. (laughs) You think you got enough stuff? Come on, we don't want to be late to our own party. Somebody had to have looked. Was that one woman? There was one woman I think she kind of looked out of the corner. But do you know what movie are you watching? This is a movie where an old man puts razors in apples. Nobody gives a shit that this girl is robbing the store blind for a party. That's not the point. We are not looking at this movie for good morals. I don't know who you think. Oh, so you're going to be the good citizen. Citizen's arrest. You're going to be all police academy on their ass. But you know what? I would at least go like, like, I would look and be like, are you really stealing? And this woman took so much stuff. She walked this out like a baby. She walked this out like she was carrying a young adult in her arms. But I will tell you, Rob, that convenience store gave me all the 80s Halloween feels. Show me those cardboard cutouts. Show me those cheap Halloween masks, those plastic ones that cut your face up. Yeah. 
I wore those. Those were, they were, they might as be called jagged masks because they sliced you up. And I love, speaking of cleanliness, that she took Halloween, it turned out, Halloween napkins. Because when you get to the funeral home of Hull House, she's got Halloween decorations, she's got Halloween napkins, cups and plates. Rob, I've been dying to go to a big Halloween party. That's my dream in life. Every year I'm like, this will be the year. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to a big Halloween party where they go all out. No, it's never yet. It's never to happen. <laughs> have you have you actually gone to like a big Halloween party? I that's... mean, I don't know what defines big, but I guess if I have to define it, then I guess no, I haven't been at one. I have been to a couple of Halloween parties in my day, you know, and people actually did come and dress up. But yeah, it, it, to me, it wasn't that big. I would say 20 people, maybe 30, but that's it. It wasn't like a, a teen movie, you know, party where the whole house is full of people it wasn't like that that's what i want i guess it doesn't exist i want everyone in a costume not john kate and and fernando said at the last minute i just didn't wear my i didn't wear a costume they exist but you have to have rich friends oh that's probably oh, there you go <laughs> yeah that's why. all of this stuff happens to rich people we don't yeah <laughs> that's 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 your halloween party right there candy bars right there hocus pocus <laughs> so speaking of this is the biggest funeral home i've ever seen in my life some people work out of their homes yeah <laughs> it is this character of fran that while we're in the parties going on angela suggests that they play party games so fran out of nowhere angela was labeled as a witch this fran who i would say was they portrayed her as a very valley girl as what are we doing uh, she's like why don't we summon mirity i don't even know she knew the term whatever she used she knew she was gonna i would say scry in our charmed universe but she's gonna use the mirrors to summon or, or communicate with demons she was right on at this fran now it's time for party games yeah we can play post orifice and you can be the stamp <laughs> oh, please don't make me ill i was thinking of something a bit more in tune with the holiday like what bobbing for apples with razor blades in them <laughs> no i was thinking more along the lines of a seance a seance? Isn't that a little chancy? I mean, this is Halloween, the night when all the creepy things are supposed to stalk the earth. I mean, there's no telling what we'll dredge up, especially in this old place. Hey, you guys, how about a past life seance? A what? A past life seance. You know, we all sit around, look in a mirror, and see our past lives. What kind of drugs are we gonna need for this? <laughs> cool. Will this do? I'm afraid not, Suzanne. We need one we can all look into at once. I would but never I would never play this game. I, I don't never. understand how this is amusing, fun, or whatever. You know, I thought there was gonna be just music and everybody dancing and doing whatever and shooting the shit. No, this was like organized. They were all involved in the same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess there wasn't that many of them to really be separate and do their own thing, but it was just funny how this party was just so organized. And they're like, yeah, let's all play a game and, and summon demons. <laughs> do you think that they probably ban strobe lights nowadays? Because I got to say, when they put that strobe light on at one point during this movie, I'm like, how many people had seizures right now? Probably. Pro a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't seen a strobe light sequence in a movie in years. So they put the strobe light on. And okay, I have to mention Angela's dance. This is, I feel like, one of those moments in this movie that stand out for people. So it was choreographed. I It looks almost random. They but... really put a lot of work into it. That sequence was very long watching her dance. And, and here's the thing. I think a lot of people don't necessarily know Angela that well. What if that is really her? What if she loves dancing like that? Like, who gives a shit? But, uh, but they made a big point that this demon took ballet when it was just a little wee one because I, I just I don't know if it was meshing with her mind and like she was just inspired to dance but I was like it has to be some kind of ritual I don't know it was a ritual right that's what I took it has to have been right because it was too to invoke Violet from Friday the 13th it was too like robotic yet primal i don't know and i think that music it's freaky at one point it sounds like chanting that's why i wouldn't be maybe freaked out by her dancing i'd be more freaked out by that like this demonic like voices that are coming out but i will say the crawl she starts it off like walking across 
shit. I just want to point out the very creative and just colorful names that these people were calling each other and just their use of curse words. The ones that I remember specifically is mostly from Stooge. So Stooge, again, just says bitch all the time. But then he also says festering fuckwads. (laughs) And then when I believe it was Fran who freaked out because I think she was the first one to see the demon in the mirror. And then also like a random dead body. Was that her? I who, like went face first in the mirror. Not sure. I thought it was supposed to be her because it looked like something like the crush. She gets crushed on the car later yeah. on, but the body didn't look like her. Well, Stooge goes, "You can't take this bitch anywhere," and I yeah, just was like, "That me. is so rude." But I'm not gonna lie, though, I did laugh at that. I know it's terrible, but it was just like, with the way he delivered it. No, like, he like, delivered it very well, but. If I were to see a demon like that in a mirror and then also this dead body head just flat on the mirror, like, oh. I would freak out too. But there was another one. I forget his name. He called Stooge Count Dingleberry the oh, flaming God. asshole of Transylvania. Oh, no, that was the guy. Yeah, he was making out. I think his name was Max, maybe. He was making out with Franny. Yeah, <laughs> That was count. I was that was a full on thought out name to just riff on someone, and it didn't even phase Stooge one bit. He just laughed it off. But I was like, "This is a very specific name." So I just got to give credit to the styling of of like riffing on people. These teenagers are creative with their insults. That is the damn truth. There is this one thing that I wrote down in my notes: Brittany and Christina kiss. Because Angela gets kissed by Suzanne, and she's the dark-haired one, and Suzanne's the Britney, the blonde. She gives, she passes the demon to Angela, because Suzanne was the original. I want to say Suzanne was possessed first, and then she gave it to Angela, but then yeah. she gets possessed on her own? So Suzanne, that's what's so funny, because she is the first, but yet when she gave it to Angela, Angela just became the leader. And then Suzanne was still possessed with her own demon. I thought Ground Zero zero was the original yes. demon or you know i guess i guess the demon was like leaving his trail behind as he moved on and then once he got to or she or they got to angela they just sort of stayed but yeah i also thought that suzanne was the main one and she wasn't and i was like oh okay but when we cut back to Suzanne in the bathroom, so the rest of the movie, she's she's in this bathroom scene doing various things to her face. David called her a baby girl last week and said that she does like a whatever happened to baby Jane makeup. But that's either another demon or is she becoming one of these zombie things? Because there are, so this is part of Summer of the Dead because there's a zombie montage at the end. Everyone who dies becomes a zombie, basically. Slash demon? Well, I I say demon, an undead demon or something, yeah. But zombie, I guess, is a good way to say it too. But I think they're possessed by a demon. So I don't know if zombie would count in this particular movie. So I want to say that Roger leaves. He's the pirate. And as well as, I wrote Helen here. I was very surprised by how many people were smart enough to be like, this is weird. We're getting the hell out of here. And I, I like that. And and I think with good writing, they do the smart thing, but you still find ways to keep them trapped That's, and in danger. And yes. there was this big wall and they couldn't climb it. And so they were stuck navigating this these grounds, but they were still smart enough to get the hell out. And that's what I enjoy when it comes to a horror movie. Stop having these people do dumb things to create suspense. It's ridiculous. I would have been out of there once they started saying the ritual. I would have been with you too. But then I go, oh God, these two get these two get killed. But this is the part that I didn't remember. So first off, the gate disappears. So Helen says, we're stuck here in, in panic. And Roger says, shut your mouth. Hell my ass. Because she said, we're stuck in hell. It's hell my ass. He is getting the hell out of here. He turns around. She disappears. Look, we've already been around it twice. Don't you understand, Raj? We're dead. We've all died and gone to hell. What are you talking about? Are you going crazy on me, girl? Look, if that's all that's on your mind, you just better shut that mouth of yours. Shit. Hell my ass. There is a gate here. There is. 
I thought Roger ended up dying later too. This man survived till the end. He survived, but he should have been the literal first one to die. I'm, I, I'm shocked. I hated Roger so much. Do you know how many times he has left someone there and ran away like a punk? He was pissing me off so much how many times he left women and just be like, you ain't gonna get me. And then just left. And but it was, okay, he didn't make up for the end when he goes no, back. No, he her. did not. <laughs> he left her three times at that final chase. Three times. Every time Angela popped in the frame, he left her. And then I think two out of the three times, Judy didn't even know he had left her. Like, she did it. She did he it. He literally just leaves people. It's like, why do I give a shit about you if you're just gonna leave me to die? Like, didn't even I announce hated Roger so like, much. And then when he was around, he was loud as hell, just screaming all over the place. Oh my god, I was like, shut up. Like, you're gonna call them to you. And then when they get there, that's when you leave. Go home, Roger. Right? Go home, Roger. <laughs> Go home, Roger. The man climbed a bobbed wire faster than any person in history. I think that your survival instincts will and it's not like it's not gonna hurt but you're fuck it like you're thinking you're just thinking too much about it and if you want to die die but just climb the bob riot rider get hurt you know like lose a little bit of skin like judy though was like he okay so roger sold it he was like ah like screaming judy was just like oh i'm falling she didn't sell the barbed wire part can you imagine though because she had to hold on to it longer than roger and she was also getting pulled which means she had to grip it even harder to not fall And, like, I'm sure her hands were so bloody and painful. His must have been, too. But he, I I am still shocked because at one point they were like, it's going to be day. They were, day was going to do it for them. Like, they had to wait till the end of this night because it was just a one night thing. But let me tell you, that last time I said, oh my god, he's going to drop her. I, I keep forgetting that she gets through. So th- I want to point out, for anybody who's seen this, it's probably very small significant, but maybe you noticed it. For a movie that's very campy and just kind of like tongue-in-cheek and having fun, I think some of the shots in this movie were done very, very well. One shot in particular is when the initial mirror breaks and a whole bunch of pieces are on the ground and the camera is sort of aerial above the broken pieces and every single character's faces is in a piece of a mirror as they're having a conversation about what's happening i thought that was a really nice shot and you don't necessarily see too many like that but that one stands out really really well i thought was great and also just the hovering of these demons or just the way that they're kind of crawling around it's this sort of underhead shot of just facing them when they're not like face to face but like a lot of those pan shots when you know the camera's focused on one of them and just the close-ups of the makeup and i thought all of those were really great shots i have to ask though what do you think about the lipstick nipple shot it's traumatizing to me when she sticks that lipstick in her nipple and it disappears that was crazy (laughs) in her bathroom she literally again she is in the bathroom for the remainder of this movie i feel like well this is 80s right here you can watch a woman draw lipstick all over her face she's clearly out of her mind but if she offers you head you're gonna take it (laughs) no matter what and i you know you may trust her because you know that's your friend but like this you still want to hit it even though she's like drawing it all over her body she's clearly not in the right frame of mind it was a very weird thing but this is 80s that's that's what an 80s teen boy's mind thinks about i'm fixing my face oh shit not you too what is everybody here on drugs or something you know you're a sweet looking babe suzanne but you and your friend Ange are just a little too weirdo for me i can't seem to get it right no thanks honey i'm not that type of guy good night now i'm going home you are home sal uh-uh this dirty dive don't spell home to me I live in a nice house, you know, with plastic slipcovers on the furniture. Enjoy your lipstick, doll face. Good night. But it was when she turns to Sal, and out of nowhere is just this random line, you are home, Sal. That creeped me out. 
Oh, because yeah, he wanted to go home. Yeah, yeah and that she was says you are home. I was like, ooh, that is not something I'm trying to hear right now. That was a very creepy thing. You're right earlier when you mentioned that Sal, he did seem like he had the drive to survive and him and Judy were going to be the, the lead ends. But no. So would you say that these demons that were possessing these teens, were they demons in themselves or was it like a mixture of inner desires or sinful desires of its user or host like it seemed like that right i i don't know if these were demons literally taking the form like are they just sex crazed maniacs down there i i I don't know if they took on the personality of their host it i was just like the pig guy right he became a pig like demon zombie thing i was just very confused on exactly who was in control and what exactly was happening because they all acted differently right yeah i i agree i guarantee you There has to be a drinking game for this movie that every time they either say ass, bitch, or party, you're leaving the party? (laughs) The party's just begun. You can't leave the party. Judy, Roger, where you going? The party's just begun. Radical ones, if there's not... I think there should be. There should definitely be a, a, a drinking game for Night of the Demons. Curses, asses... And party and nipples, possibly. (laughs) Do you think that you would have been able to survive this evening? I would have been with you out the door the first moment. So we would have been those two stuck outside in that thing. But yeah, I would have been out, out the door. But honestly, I don't know if I could have climbed that that bobbed wire thing, Rob, because I couldn't even climb up the rope in gym class in in school when they had to give us the physical fitness test and I had to climb up the... I couldn't do that. So I don't know about these these bobbed wire. I would die. I would die. There's no way. I mean... This movie kind of made it impossible for anybody to survive, especially when Stooge was taken over. I mean, that big guy took out, I think, three of them just off the bat for just, you know, being like all he did was just break a neck and rip off an arm. And oh, my God, the the coffin, that coffin. Oh, my God. So Max, I believe he was the one in the hospital gear. So he had a shirt off when he was killed. Right. And um, and then turned into a demon and everything. But I love the fact at the final sequence when they all gathered and try and chase down judy max somehow decided to put his shirt back on i didn't notice that yes i was like oh good for the demon to want to put his shirt on before he goes chasing after people i thought that i mean one of his arms is gone and he still was like nope we got to put the shirt on because we don't want him walking around shirtless i just thought that was funny so rob this was followed by the two sequels I honestly did not see them. I don't really have any recollection of them. I don't I remember to, them that well, but I think I grew up on part two more than part one. Which was crazy. It, it, they, it came out in, I saw here, 1994? 1994 was part two, and number three was 97. Okay, I say 1994, not remembering that we're in the year 2022, because 1994 seems like just yesterday. Maybe that's why it's such a much, it's like a shock. <laughs> but I actually would like to see these two in the future. Evidently, Angela has a younger sister, Melissa, who oh, also I goes to the whole house. I am 100% down for watching the sequel again, because I... This is the kind of movie, I think, because of how wacky and so random it is, they can do whatever they want. You know, if you're thinking about putting a lipstick through a nipple, like, who knows what they're going to do in the sequel? Curiosity alone, I think, would bring people back to this because they can just do whatever they want. They're demons, right? And having the lead come back as well, the same actress, I think that's kind of cool. I also really liked sort of the um, the sound effects. I like the sound effects, the, you know, the roaring and the growling I thought was awesome. You do get a sense of dread, but it's definitely yes. camp and it's 100% slasher. I mean, they're just constantly killing people one after the other. And there's a very big body count all happening in the same night. I like that. I thought I thought all of that was great. I wouldn't say too gr- bloody though or gruesome, and it, that's actually I think in its in its favor. It's yeah. it's brutal in some ways, but it's more of the imagination. Besides yeah. nipples, 
like lipstick nipples. Um, that whole scuffle on the rooftop I thought was very suspenseful. And again, it was so shocking to see Sal like die because I honestly thought that he was going to end up being the, you know, you got to end with a couple that gets together at the end, right? You know, Judy's. Is that when Roger took off to when she was hanging? At one point, he was kind of like, I might grab you, but then he leaves her when Sal gets thrown off the building. Yes, poor Sal. But yeah, the only thing that I just don't like about this movie is the two people that got to live are the two worst characters in this movie i just so strange so i cannot strange. stand either judy for one it was the voice the constant like i need a man to take care of me this constant whimpering just letting everyone know where she she's was. at she was crying and screaming just the whole time it's like they can't find you if you shut up it was just annoying so here's the thing alice alice from alice in wonderland this woman like actually dealt with her mental issues as she was going through Wonderland. Judy is not worthy of an Alice in Wonderland costume. She's not worthy because Alice is stronger than Judy. Okay. So like take the costume off. You're not worthy of wearing it. She was annoying as hell. She's not even Alice from Resident Evil. But was she the virgin, Rob? Because she didn't want to put out. So maybe that's why she survived? I don't know. I I guess so. This is another thing, too. It's like there was a sequence when all the doors were locking right in front of her eyes. And then there was one door that opened and she decides to go in it. I'm like, woman, like, that that's is a the trap. One. That's the a one. trap. Yeah. Why would a door open by itself? It's not leading you out of the house. Okay. No. It's a trap. Why are you going in there? It was annoying. But I will say her cleverness on the whole uh, furnace thing where she used the pipe as a fire. That, I would that. have never thought of that. I would have never thought of it. That would have been the, the part where I die. I just couldn't you know, believe actually, she managed to survive alone. that. That actually gave her points. You know what? I think David would have appreciated that. But yeah, you're right. That's the one good thing she's in the whole movie. And she's like, Roger, help me hold this thing. Yeah, that was great, actually. Um, Did you like the kills? Were the kills fun for you? Were they gross or pointless? Like, No, they were good, especially, I gotta say, that one that in the coffin always stands out because at first you're like, oh my God, this guy's gonna get buried alive with this woman that was just killed on top of him. But then his arm gets ripped off or snapped in the coffin. Yeah, I, I, I liked the kills in this. Again, I think it is the original movie in that sense it's different it's different again not halloween party title having the night of the demons it really is a different film so Rob, when, the kills for you oh the kills yeah no i thought they were all great i thought they were fun really disgusting when angela's making out with stooge and bites a lot of his like skin off and his mouth is just bleeding everywhere like i thought all of that was great the eye gouge oh that was disgusting Ooh, the eyes always get me any eye thing gets me yeah yeah that was really gross Ugh, yeah stop looking at me the ending though so i don't know if razors can physically do that to your throat to where it's just like popping it seemed like the razors were moving on its own right but explain to me do you think that she did it by mistake because she's like old and possibly senile or do you believe that she intentionally tried to kill her husband because she knew razors was in there or is it just campy enough for them to have somebody die in front of their wife and she just goes happy halloween like what do you That's think happened big. at the end it's of here how do you cook an entire pie and not notice a razor? Like there's no, like, I think so again, I thought she killed him. Yeah. Applying logic to this is ridiculous, but how would you interpret that scene? There weren't as many trick or treaters last night. Not like the good old days. I had to do something with all those leftover apples. I still can't understand why you buy so many. Happy Halloween, dear. One, I think it's kind of like this creep show-esque thing. They want to give it like another twist at the end. April Fool's Day, blah, 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 blah. I think it's the woman getting back at her husband for all these years, being nasty, hearing what he wanted to do to the kids. Because you're right, there's no way she could have made that, I mean, unless she's completely out of her mind senile. And Rob's right, the, the razor blades kind of like disintegrate his throat. It looked like acid was coming out as the, the razor. So I thought it was maybe poison and razor blades. So I think she definitely killed that man. And that's like a funny ha ha. But what do you think? I, yeah, yeah. I, I have her a 
as she had no idea what was going on. That's kind of where I was at, but I'm probably leaning more towards she's just old and doesn't give a shit. But it was just funny. It was just funny the way that he's like lying on the table and she's still like treating him like he's still alive. And I just was like, it's just cheesy. I almost thought that was like her. Yeah, it was cheesy, but I almost thought that was like her F you to him. Like, happy Halloween, mother effer. You wanted to kill those kids? I got you. (laughs) And the cherry on top of this entire movie is the mom with her fudge that looked like poop. How did I forget to mention that? That is right. It's so random. I guess that's the comedy aspect of it. That was that was the comedy part of this movie. <laughs> so that was another episode of the Radical Retro Remind podcast. We are not done with the Summer of the Dead. Matter of fact, next week we are doing Return of the Living Dead Part 2. And I got to tell you, we're having a heavy Rob August because we got a lot of zombie movies to get through with Rob. 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead. Rob has taken over this August. So, (laughs) Rob, in the meantime, where can the lovely people find you when you're not hanging out over here? Currently finishing up the last few episodes of recapping the original charm series we did all eight seasons and we just have a couple left so brunch with the hollowells is the name of the podcast basically recapping the original charm series one episode at a time also with co-host ryan here so definitely check that out if you would like and are a fan of the original series and other than that you can see me here (laughs) and the radical retro rewind podcast one word on instagram as well as youtube and if you would like to leave us a voicemail on anchor that option is always available a review it always helps spread the word and believe me we need the word spread people radical ones can you hear me can you hear me (laughs) thank you again everyone for joining us we hope you enjoyed this week stay tuned for new episodes every friday all summer long through september goodbye bye class. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.